Hello and good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Two and Impossible. It is your girl, Miss Melanie and... Rashawn. All right. It is Valentine's Day weekend. Um, February seems to be rolling on. We failed to impeach Donald Trump. And it feels like a repeat of 2020. It is a repeat. Uh, except less snow this time. There is less snow this time. All right. Uh, I think uh, I was saying this to myself earlier. I feel like, and I think we've said this on previous shows, that 2020, 2021 feels like an extension of 2020. I don't know when we're going to get rid of 2020 vibes, but it needs to happen as soon. I say March. Okay, I'm on vote, you know, come in like a lion out like a lamb and and uh, wipe out all the negativity. I'm, I'm with it. When spring comes, is that what you're saying? Spring is going to bring a new awakening, clear out all the old? Maybe after the Snyder Cut comes out. <laughs> is that going to fix everything? <laughs> no, no, I feel like that's just an extension of 2020. And I'm just like, oh, I see, right. Done and over with. Yes, I got you. I see you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. We need. You're right. I think we do need to get rid of these. They need to put out the the um, Black Widow movie so we can just like wipe that out and get it done with. I think that that's them dragging that out is causing an issue too. Although we're not getting that till May, if then. <sighs> but in the meantime, between time, they have given us Wandavision, and I believe we have two episodes that we need to discuss now. No, I think, no, we just, they need one. We discussed the last two, last episode. You're right. We're ahead of the curve. On top of it. Episode six, WandaVision. Um, okay. So I have continued to say that this show, spoilers for those of you who have not watched it yet. I've continue, continued to say that this show is very scary. I don't know if it necessarily fits in the horror category, but it definitely fits in this scary tension, suspense, and there are some very freak-out moments. I don't need to see another dead body. I just want to put that out there. Oh, they're coming. Mm. So, uh, this episode, Hayward continued to show his butt. Um, I don't like that man. I didn't like him from first episode. I, I haven't liked Hayward since I've seen him. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan. And what he did to Monica, Darcy, and um, Agent Wu really upset me. But I know that it was really just to separate Darcy out so that she could get locked into the town. I was actually surprised about that part. Um, I didn't know that she was going to also get swept into all that. Well, well, that was mainly because Darcy's fault because she wanted to stay and still hack into the files. Uh, right. It's good, but it's a good thing she did email the files to Jimmy. But I feel as if the reason Hayworth is doing what he's doing is because they worked on Vision for five years. Uh-huh. Uh, Sword is about sentient weapons, and they've uh-huh. talked they talked about were using AI- him. They were talking about AI technology. I feel like they were trying to do their own version of the Ultron program, 
and kind of have mm-hmm. their own shield around um, the world, the, the planet. Yeah, but when you're messing with uh, Vision's body, which is Vision and Ultron, I feel mm-hmm. like um, this whole time while we've been uh, watching the show, we think it's Vision, but it's really uh, Ultron. That's oh, in there, that's interesting. But he, but he doesn't know he's Ultron yet. He hasn't Listen, I was definitely memories. I was definitely thrown off by when Agnes called him an Avenger, him not knowing what the Avengers were. Like, he definitely doesn't know... He doesn't seem to have any memories before Westview itself. And that, and he's getting increasingly... I don't know what the word is. Like, he's not calm at all. Like, this is someone who I feel is going to, like, go off. I think we saw remnants of it in the last episode where he was kind of... Like, when he started to test Wanda. But this time, as if he knows exactly how to lie to her exactly how to play along because when you know he came down and she was like oh you're in your costume and he was like well this is the only thing in my closet so guess I had to wear it I feel like you know those are little hints that he's not with it anymore I mean we knew and then his little expletive he lied to her so does that mean he's completely not under her control anymore I feel like he's not been under control for uh, a little while. Like he's yeah. his own person. Yeah, like, and the fact that he can wake person. other people up probably means something. Yeah, like he's his own person. He has his own power set, and he can do what he kind of wants to do. And I feel like when he was leaving the facility, he—I mm-hmm. mean, like leaving the um, the dome, like. I feel like he probably could have gotten out, but it seems like the dome would wanted him back in. Like he's you think, so. You, you think that that was you think that that was the dome pulling him back in, and not the fact that he's dead and now he's outside the barrier that he's falling apart because he was actually in pieces when she got him. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if the dome wasn't pulling, trying to pull him back in and suck him back in, he might have been able to be independently free. I and think he's I dead. Like he were... I think outside of the dome, he's dead. I feel. I feel like not. I feel like Hayward watched him. Like they're watching to see what happens because I feel like they wanted to do the thing. Like I said, they want an AI technology, and they kind of see what happens if he came out. Would he be himself, or he would he be their creation? They were trying to make. Yeah, but he like fell to the ground and like turned off. I think he's not sentient outside of I mean I think that's part of the reason why she expanded the border is because that was the only way to save him or not I guess retro everything that she had done or whoever did to reanimate him because he was coming in part in pieces and he could barely walk he could barely move and then he fell to the ground he looked like he turned gray so I think outside of her hex he's not alive anymore We'll, we'll we'll see, maybe like maybe by the end of this he'll be able to walk out on his own, or maybe mm-hmm. by the end of this, uh, we find out that this whole entire time she's been in this um dome thing, uh, the dome is like making a recreation of the mind of the mind stone for her to put in his head. Yeah, or something. 
And I mean, that's the thing. While he was coming apart, the Mind Stone looked, that was the only thing that didn't seem to be affected. I'm really, where, what is this stone? Like, what, I'm, that's a good question, and I hope it gets resolved, because did she, was she able to reconfigure the Mind Stone? What, like, I, I'm at a loss, but I think your idea that, that Vision is, you know, has always been a combination of Ultron, Jarvis, and um, the Mind Stone itself, like, one of those has to be in the, and that might also be why he's able to not be under her control because of all those factors. And like you said, it could be Ultron. But yeah, Sword is definitely, or at least Hayward, is not up to good. And I am concerned. And I was really mad that he got away. But watching all of those people turn into different things was not, that was, that was freaky. And then the lady who was putting up the decorations over and over and crying, like, this is heart wrenching for me. <laughs> like, like, and I and then it, okay. Can we talk about Peter? Yes, Pedro. It's not Pedro. It's not Pietro. He's lying. He, he's I he's mean, lying. The credits called him Pedro as himself. That's fine. She creates those credits. I don't think he is. Pietro, I think he's Peter from the MCU, but I don't even think that he's that either. Because like all the questions that he was asking her, like seemed seemed very leading, and she didn't really answer a lot of them. Like she doesn't know how it was created. Um, I don't think she trusts him completely, and I think she has a right to not trust him because he seems really off. Like I don't think this is actually Peter or Pietro. I think it's someone else using her want to have her brother back. After, after having watching those two episodes where he was mentioned and using it against her. Or I within, feel like, within the conflicts of the dome text. I feel like I feel like it is Pedro, but not our Pedro, but not her Pedro, but not even the X-Men Pedro. It might be another Pedro from a, a world that's just similar just to ours, but instead of their Quicksilver being Aaron Taylor Johnson, it was just Evan Peters' Quicksilver, and he has almost the same exact memory, same exact stuff that our Pedro went through. It's just he just looks different. Also, for that flashback, um, if you look at uh, the costumes, yeah, um, yeah, it was um, Pedro dressed as uh, Nick Fury and uh, Wanda dressed as uh, Mantis. Yes, I did see that. I did see that. But why would that be a thing? Because she didn't meet Mantis until she was older. And she, so, <laughs> like, are these other, are these other universe memories? Like, where did Possibly. they get the baby picture of Ultron? Like, I don't know. Like, they need, there's a lot of things that they need to fix here. Um, Not fix, but explain. Like, I mean, and I know all of it. Like, seeing her just be able to go full on Scarlet Witch eyes flare and just, like, expand the the hex was, like, that was wild. I was like, yo, she's about to do the no more mutants or all the mutants. She's about, she clearly has the ability to do that but something in her flipped like something in her like flipped but I also what I enjoyed about this show seeing the kids powers like seeing Wiccan and what's this other one's name well like speed or something yeah seeing them use their powers was really cool 
But then he called them Demon Spawn. So, I mean, are we getting just the House M, House of M? Like, is that just where we are right now? No, but I think... I don't, I don't think we're going to get... I don't think we're going to get Mephisto, but I think we might get Nightmare. They did say the word Nightmare multiple times. Yeah, I feel like we might get uh, Nightmare um, in this, possibly, and... I'm not as sus of Agnes as it is. I feel like Agnes is just another witch that probably lived in the town and she kind of got caught up in all this stuff because she was just there. You think so? Yeah, because the same thing kind of like how uh, Agnes was like, is like, Wanda, you need anything changed or something like that? Same thing happened with um, her. Yeah. Yeah, so my thing is like, she was in the part of town where Wanda wasn't controlling everyone because i guess it's just a lot to have all the kids running around at least that's how i I, how i figure it is the kids were all sleeping and or or yeah the kids were all sleeping or they were under a spell to like be immobile but after vision's comments about where the kids are and it being halloween she woke them up but in order to do that i feel like she had to like stop the other people because she can't control or whoever can't control everything at the same time but like uh, Agnes was out there in the same area where those people couldn't move so I think she was affected by whatever that spell is but she could still talk so I feel like it's either because she's so close to them because she's interacted with them so much or she's kind of in it too like she's not completely separate from what's going on I don't trust her or I'm not, or, not trust her or, but like I feel like she, play a part, she plays a part I feel like they're all playing a part but I feel like the more that you just accept that what's going to happen, the more control you can have back to yourself in order to move around, not um, not be frozen like that. It's like, if you resist, you're going to be like those people on the outskirts of town. But if you just more of like accept her into your mind and everything else like that, you might get more freedom. Okay, so if you let it happen, this sounds horrible. <laughs> If you yes. accept the fact that your mind is controlled, she'll let you have some more autonomy. But if you don't, then it's curtains for you. Yeah, I don't. It's. I mean, I need some resolutions, and we only have three more episodes. So I really do hope that the rumor that the next three episodes will be an hour long or at least fifty minutes long is true. Because I need. They need to give me more. If we about to be done with this. I bet you we gonna get like three more episodes. They're gonna be like forty to forty-five minutes long. And that's about it. I mean, that's better than the 36 minutes we've been getting. I'll take those extra 10 minutes. Yes, I will. Because I, the, I need like more. No, it was, it was 34. Was it? Well, it didn't feel like it was that. I think it was 36. Not counting. Yeah, I think it was 36. Because you can't count 40, the end credits. 40, that... if, you count, if you count the end credits, it's 44. Yeah, we're not counting but... those. <laughs> I mean, because they come in like four different languages. No, we're not counting those. Yeah, I... I need more, and I'm, like, I'm so happy that at least as soon as WandaVision is finished, we get something else. But there are so many unanswered questions. Like, Monica's reaction to Darcy telling her that her um, her structure, her DNA was being reconfigured, seems so off the cuff. No, because I feel like this is how we get mutants, and this is because... Wanda no, no, no. I mean, her response to it, like Monica was like, "I've seen, I've seen, I've seen these kind of charts 
forever. Like, she wasn't concerned about the fact that her DNA had changed. Like, I can see if she was like, I'm sick of seeing charts because my mom had cancer and, like, we had to deal with a lot of stuff. But it could also mean that she's aware that her DNA is weird. Maybe. Or maybe it could it could just because what she said first. Uh, because she's seen enough charts in her lifetime with everything else like that, with um her mom having cancer. And I feel that's the same reason why um she she don't like Carol right now because Carol was um has the ability or possibility of maybe I don't know sharing some DNA and you know uh, giving her some powers and saved her mom's life. But well, Carol I mean, we already know that. that Cree, we know that Cree blood can fix things yep, or in, you know heal things so maybe maybe you know the she maybe that's part of it i don't know i hope that that's not it because i don't like that but no, no i also no, it is that i think it might really be that because Cree blood does i don't like heal it people. it does heal but why can you you can't be mad at someone because they don't want to give you a blood transfusion i mean that's that's like her aunt but it could be also that um uh, my uh maria didn't want the blood transfusion and Carol wanted to do it, but she but Maria told Carol not to, and Monica just doesn't know that. I mean, that could be a thing too. Either way, I just me personally, I don't think that's a good reason to be mad at somebody. Like you ask me for my kidney, and I go, no, I don't really want to do that. Are you gonna like hate me forever? I don't think that you should. Like people have a right to their body parts, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, if that is if that is the catalyst, I understand, but I don't like it. Yeah, like it's a it's your dying parent. You're watching your parent die in front of your eyes. Like you do about anything in order to try to save your life, save their life. And if if you know this person, like you have the key to save my mother's life, and you're not doing it, I'm gonna have an issue with that because it's it's not gonna cost you anything. It's you just giving a blood transfusion. That's a little bit of your you, blood. Sorry, you say that you say that that doesn't cost anything. It does. Blood transfusions aren't fun. It's not like a walk in the park. I don't know. I hear you, and I understand why people would feel that way. I just hope that that is not the reason she doesn't like Carol, but I can see how them they could make it that. I just don't, I don't know, I guess for me, like, for, like hating someone or disliking them because they didn't want to give up part of their body to you is really selfish. But I, I get how the opposite side could feel. Yeah, because, I mean, you look at, like, Carol Danvers, she hasn't aged. And, like, Correct. 25, like what, 20, 25 years? Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm like, you got like a key to almost maybe immortality. Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, I think the other thing for me, um, Agent Wu coming with the kick ass. I was not expecting that. But I guess FBI agents are trained, are trained in combat. So it, it shouldn't be a surprise. But like, he. I, I didn't. I was not expecting him to get physical, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like I seen um, one review earlier today, and uh, people kind of like they liked it, but they said like it was out of Wu's character because he always buy the book. I'm like, uh, sometimes you're gonna have to break some rules. It kind of gets to that point. Yeah, I mean, I think he from his from the beginning when him and Hayward started knocking heads, I he was already on the train towards disobedience. Um, and then when he spoke up, like, I, 
Listen, representation matters. The fact that he spoke up and said something, because how many times have you been in meetings where someone says something inappropriate or whatever, and none of your coworkers speak up for you? He was like, hey, now, like, you got an attitude problem. You shouldn't talk to your coworkers that way. And that's why he was wrangled up with Carol, with Carol, I keep saying Carol, with Monica and Darcy. But they're definitely going to continue to cause trouble, and I'm here for it the fact that he knows how to hotwire a car like all those other skills he learned from scott he's definitely been corrupted and i'm here for corrupted woo <laughs> i'm here for it i'm here for ages of atlas i can't wait for that i want that i want this i want this spinoff show <laughs> i i definitely want more of agent woo he's definitely growing um he's definitely growing on me uh as a uh as a character. Um, the other thing, I think we talked about, we talked about Pietro. Um, we talked about Vision. Um, do you think she's going to keep growing the Hex? Yeah. Um, I can see this thing going one to two ways right now. Uh, because of only how far from home is. This Hex might get expanded or might be permanent to the new world, or it opened up the multiverse completely, which would be interesting. It definitely will. Um, it definitely will. I'm looking forward, like I said, to the next couple episodes and how all of this plays together, because I'm fully convinced that we're getting... We're, this is going to kick off the multiverse. The next couple shows are going to deal with exactly that. Um, all right. So the other thing I watched this weekend was uh, Malcolm and Marie, which you talked about last week, and I hadn't watched yet. Um, that movie, while beautifully acted and beautifully filmed, was horrible. <laughs> like It was like watching toxicity be more toxic. Um, it, I don't... I mean, I, I think I understand the premise that the uh, the director was going for, but I don't think it was well executed. I think, uh, and while he might have gotten feedback from Zendaya and Mr. Washington, um, who, who both of them, their acting was impeccable, but this was just draining. It was just, I don't know. I don't know, but I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't like it. it at all. I, I, I loved it. I just felt it was a little self-serving. I felt like it was, um, I don't know, like it was patting itself on the back. It was just, I didn't, I didn't agree. And, and I don't, there's no relationship should be like that. Like there was just toxicity on the screen. Um, but I mean, if it, if it, it, it definitely fosters lots of conversations. I think for me, I think he as a director was also trying to make commentary on the film industry and Hollywood in general, but I don't know. It just seemed a little forced. I didn't like it. I feel, but, like I said, I beautifully feel, acted. Beautifully filmed. Yeah, I, I enjoyed every minute of Murray, and I enjoyed his criticism of critics and how it kind of went there. Because I felt like it wasn't just him talking. It was things from, like, Zendaya hearing stuff uh, other critics have talked about her over the years. And even John David Washington hearing stuff from his dad about critics talking about 
his dad films throughout the years and everything else like that. And it was just like a little combination because they are producers on the movie. And it's not, and he did get feedback from both of them. Like they all collaborated together, but they gave the writing credits to him. Yeah, I mean, I I read that too, but I I also feel like he might have. I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily believe that this had the right kind of. This had, I don't know. It still felt like it was written in another voice and not the voice of black actors. But I I I guess I understand what he was trying to get across, and there is definitely criticisms against critics but at the same time I don't know I think I think that was addressed in the movie too like it's like a double-edged sword for creatives um but like I said it still felt self-serving to me but anyways like I said it was beautifully acted so um kudos for that oh another thing that came out this weekend that I definitely had to watch uh Cinderella uh the Brandy and Brandy yeah the Brandy and Whitney Houston version uh hit the hit Disney Plus on the twelfth, and uh, it's just as amazing as it's always been. I'm really happy that they finally got it. I was wondering why it wasn't on the initial release, but I think it's because um, I'm sure they had to work out some kind of licensing things or whatever. Wasn't it like a Roger and Hammerstein one? Yeah, but uh, it was produced by Disney and Whitney Houston, so I wonder if there were. Um, because you can buy the rights to plays like that. I wonder if they had to, um, like, work it out with her estate or something. I don't know. I don't know what the reason was for the delay. Because it was definitely one of the first things I looked for when I um, when I was uh, getting Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Well, I-, I might check it out. I haven't seen it in years. Um, I think it's it's a good thing for Black History Month too. Uh, well, for Black History Month, I saw uh, Judas and the Black Messiah on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, that comes out for the. Uh, that's out today. That's out now, right? Yeah, it came out yesterday. I got a early screening to see it um, because one, it was Twitter talk about it because of No Name, the singer, and. Mm-hmm. How how she said she wanted to uh, she was asked to make a song for it. They showed her the film, and she's like, um, "I'm not going to make a song about an informant, but the movie is Judas and the Black Messiah. It's about the Judas and the Black Messiah in this conversation." So I'm kind of like, uh, it's just her not understanding the movie because it's not. No one said it was a biopic. Uh, she thought it was a biopic for some reason. It's not. It's about how the FBI did what they did to Frank Hampton and executed him. Um, and it's about how they got an informant into the Black Panthers, got him get the trust of Fred Hampton, and the results of Fred Hampton dying. I mean, that's so. The movie. I mean, I can see why she might have thought that that it was a biopic if it was giving the details of what happened historically, but it, now it sounds like, so it's a historical fiction? Is that what it is? Is it no, is it, it based on actual things that happened? Yes, that that's exactly what happened. I mean, this is all about what the FBI did. So then why are you saying it's not a biopic? It's not a biopic, because if it's a biopic, it's all about Fred Hampton's life. It's not about all of Fred Hampton's life. It's only about this small section of his life. 
Like you're not. I mean, you're not, okay. You're not I mean, anymore. I hear you, but I feel like I, I guess the point I'm trying to establish is: is it factual? Is it based on facts? Yes, but I'm talking about it's sixty percent of the whole entire thing is about uh, the Judas who is played like by Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, his character being um, being uh, roped in with the FBI because he did something stupid. Uh, stole a car, got pulled over, and then told to, you're going to infiltrate the Black Panthers and everything else like that, or you're going to go to jail for five years. Uh, so they, and, and they then, blackmailed him into, into, into snitching on his people? Basically. Exactly. And that's okay. exactly what happened. That's historically accurate, but it's not all about, but like if she's talking about like a biopic, she thought the whole entire movie would be like Fred Hampton's in every scene. It's all about Fred Hampton. It's not. Is that what she thought, or is I, I don't know? Yeah, I hear that's you. What she so thought. did she create a song? No, she didn't. Uh, it went to um, uh, her. Uh, her made a song for it instead. Oh, I see. Yeah, and great song. Everything else like that. I'm good. Right. Uh, but. Uh, but no, like no name been tripping a lot lately. Like she keeps she's complaining about Biden stuff right now. I'm like, really? Like it's like she's thinks like it's just another white person in the office. I'm just like, oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, but whatever. But movie's great. Uh, I would say uh, watch it if you want. Uh, to watch something like a lot a lot of people know about, apparently in history, and. Uh, it's well acted from uh, Daniel Kaluuya as Fred Hampton, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, as well as uh, Jesse Plemons as the FBI, uh, CFI agent that uh, basically got uh, Lakeith Stanfield's character to go and infiltrate the Black Panthers. And you have, um, uh, was it uh, Martin? Uh, uh, what, what is his name? I think it's Martin Sheen. That's. Uh, uh, Martin Sheen, uh, Charlie, Charlie Sheen's, Sheen's, Charlie Sheen's father? father. Yeah, yeah, yeah Martin. Him, yeah, he, him as um, Jagger Hoover. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. He's 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 good in these scenes. That's happened. That's like really racist. Yeah, mm. but um, interesting. Well, that's not, that means, yeah. I mean, it's, I definitely had it on my radar to watch. Um, so I, I uh, I'm. I will take your review. Um, uh, as everyone listening knows, we, we tend to be a little different in things that we like, but this movie looked uh, really interesting. Why does it seem... Well, I, you know what I also thought was great was that we finally... Um, our uh, our uh, get-out guy finally gets to play the other side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not finally. He's been in other movies where he played... Uh, <laughs> where he played um, uh, the other side of the black diaspora, but you know he's out of the sunken place in this movie because he's he's playing Fred Hampton, correct? Yes, uh, he's great in it. I've I uh, I seen like one article, but I'm like I kind of get it only because like when like these actors are older than what they were because it's like the person the informant in real life when he did all this he was only seventeen. Oh, uh, that definitely colors it different. That definitely colors it different. They probably yeah, that colors it a lot different. Well, Fred Hampton was only twenty one when he died. 
Yes, I'm saying like that color. It colors the movie different yeah. to have him played yeah. by older men because there's yeah. I don't know like black men look a different a certain way than black teenagers, exactly. and I think part of the issue that we continue to have culturally is we keep treating um, teenage boys like they're full grown men and they're not, especially mm-hmm. in context of how the police are coming after them in general. So I wish that they. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure these actors are amazing. But it would have been a different movie if they had used a 17-year-old and a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. It just plays different. It would it would play different. Mm-hmm. But you got to make sure you get some really strong actors for that. Right. Because be able, yeah, right. be able to deliver, be able to deliver some of these speeches and some moments in the film of like very intense moments. I'm like, yeah. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Um, we'll probably watch again before Black History Month okay. is over. Alright. I've been doing some um, re-watching of Black films for um, my Disney podcast. And uh, we watched... Did you ever see Up, Up, and Away? Yes. So, my question is, like... I don't remember. I mean, it was a, it was a Disney original movie, so it's not like it would have had you know wide range uh, advertising. But like, I feel like we've had more black superheroes than most people know about because they weren't really advertised well. Yeah, I won't, like up up and away. I I I always love that movie. Uh, so I'm like, it's really Robert good. Townsend. Yeah, it's Robert Townsend. Um, Everyone, Sherman, Sherman Hensley, and yes, like, Sherman Hensley. This was like one of the last films he made before he died. Uh, I'm like, great. Uh, yeah, and I forget the one dude. Uh, the one dude that was like the main bad guy. Him? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Is he? Wasn't he on Entourage? Uh, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah, that might have been him. Like, I'm like, you're, you're. I'm like, like you got some actor actors in these uh, Disney movies. I'm like, it's kind of weird. No, they they really do. They really, really do. You got, you have actual, you know, serious uh, actors in these movies, and I'm here for it. I mean, I don't know um, how many people have really been keeping tabs on Disney. Used to put out these movies like every week there was a new original Disney movie and now I feel like they don't make this kind of content anymore or as much of it I should say I mean they got Disney movies but they're not on the Disney movies of like the early of the late 90s and 2000s like it used to be like the really good ones like yeah yeah there was just some really good films that they put out um that I just I don't see it uh happening now um but but I think now that they have Disney Plus as a platform um you know some of the some of the shorts that they put together have been really good um and I did like some of the I did like you know some of the remakes that they've they've had but I I don't know I want to see this kind of classic uh, not classic this kind of creative movies from Disney but I mean I think right now I don't know who's over Disney films, right? We know Kevin Feige. Yeah, we know... Um, what's his name? What's Happy's name? 
What's happening? Uh, John, John Favreau. Yeah, we know John Favreau. They've got MCU um, and down pat and Star Wars down pat. Fine, but what about um, Disney animation? What about Disney live action? What's going on with that? Uh, I don't know. I know that the, the Disney just closed um, the studio that did like Ice Age and all those movies. Yes. Um, uh, Leaf, blue, like, blue sky, blue sky, yeah, blue sky got blue cut, sky, yeah. shut down, and um, yeah. so I don't know what that means. But so, that, um, another uh studio needs to take over. Needs to take over for it. Probably, or they might get shifted off to like Pixar or um, like one of the other um. Disney animated studios because they got they have plenty enough and just getting shifted over to one of them instead of like all of them losing their jobs or something uh they just get shifted over they have people to work so Miss Melanie muted well, I will entertain people while um, I I agree. Season. You don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm right here. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I definitely agree. Okay. So what else? Uh, what else have you been uh, watching? I was I was gonna ask you. Uh, is the color of friendship on your list this month? Uh, what's that one about? I think I've heard it, but I don't know what it's about. Uh, about the. Um family in America and uh, was it, it was like, I think they're in like in South Africa it's about apartheid and everything else like that with the one girl having like a foreign exchange student come in and live with her um, and everything else like that. Well, I haven't heard about that. Um, did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, it was a Disney, it's a Disney Channel original from like 2000. It came, I think like, it was like January was up, up, and away. Then Color Friendship was their February movie for, like, Black History Month. That's dope. So, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, But me, uh, for what I watched this week was um, I watched the Netflix documentary series about the Cecil Hotel in uh, California. About the girl in the elevator and I kind of felt like I, 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 I kind of felt like maybe I wasted my time watching that whole entire documentary for four parts because it it's um, like it's a sad story it's, it's really tragic on how she died and it, and it really sucks but I felt like if you're going to tell that story, you could have told that story and not made four parts. Two parts max, maybe three. It's went into like this whole entire fourth part of of information of like the hard truth. I really could have watched part one, then just watched part four and got the whole entire story of what happened. And it, and it's just really sad of like having this girl from Canada 
uh, who's my polar, uh, going on a trip uh, across America, going to California first, San Diego, then um, Los Angeles, and for some reason she stopped taking her meds, having, uh, and she had a moment of mm-hmm. going off, going off her meds and everything like that, and she starts acting weird uh, on camera on the last time people see her uh, like all this of this viral footage of like her acting weird in the elevator going in and out the elevator and then that's being the last time anyone's seen her on camera and everything is like that then you find her body in a water tank uh, 19 days later on top, uh, top of the hotel in the water tank oh wow and yeah, and it's basically about how did she die and how the footage, you watch the footage and everything, and it becomes this onla- online, like, modern legend type thing of, like, how'd she die? How'd she get up there? What happened to her? Did someone do this to her? Did she get put into the uh, tank? Did someone kill her? And everything else like that, but it really wasn't even that. It was just that she had a episode she got into the tank, uh, basically got kind of trapped in there, and started taking her clothes off, died, and she was found in the tank. 19 days and what is the dead. name of this movie again? The Color of... Uh, uh, what, the Disney Channel one? Oh, sorry, what is yeah, the name of the movie I'm, you're talking about now? I am talking about a documentary. It is a documentary on the Cecil Hotel. And all the weird. Sorry, stuff is that what it's called? Is Cecil. that what it's called? Yeah, the Cecil Hotel. Uh, it's uh, it's I think it's number one right now on Netflix. Yeah, no, that definitely would not be anything I want to watch. It sounds traumatizing. It is traumatizing, and like even that history of that hotel is traumatizing. Like that was where like the California Night Stalker would actually live. He lived at the Cecil. Like after he killed people, he'd go back to his hotel at the Cecil Hotel. I don't I like mean, any like of this. Yeah, that whole entire hotel has a whole entire history. That's but, wild. Uh, yeah, but I say, like, if you're interested in, like, true crime, stuff like that, watch it. Um, but it's not, like, a must-watch go out to see. It's, like, uh, okay, see it for, like, one episode. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, uh, to your uh, question. Don't. <laughs> okay. Hello, hello. Um, I just joined this. So, what are we talking about uh, specifically? Uh, this is stuff about a water tank, and I'm so confused right now. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I asked to re to, to remind everyone um, that we were talking about um, the Cecil Hotel movie. Yeah, that sounds uh, crazy. <laughs> but um, I do like documentaries. I'm I'm iffy on the true crimes just because. Oh, okay. It's the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, I um, no thanks. So I did see that in my, um, in the, it is in the top ten. I just no, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. I did want to mention though. What's the other thing that I watched? Oh, I have been on my watching because you know. Oh, did we talk about Lupin yet? Yes, we did talk about Lupin uh, last week. Okay, good. Uh. Yeah, we did. I I watched it again because it was so good. <laughs> um, and I, I when does the next season come out? 
I think in the summer. Okay. Oh, let me say other thing. Have you been watching American Gods? Nope. Mm, okay. I think I'm going to check you? it out. Um, I think I'm going to check it out. I have some. I have some time. This. Uh, I have some time this uh, weekend because <laughs> I have Monday off. I think that I'm going to do that. Let me know how it is, only because um, I know that they cut Marilyn Manson episodes out, and I want to see how Marilyn Manson was in. Was in it? Yep, yep. He's in this season. I did not know that. I'm gonna check in with our listeners. I hate the fact that Lupin ended on that big ass cliffhanger. Like I was so goddamn shocked. I started running around the house and fucking yelling, like, "What the fuck?" No, I agree. I, I agree. And that's what I said last week. How dare you? I think one of the things I do like about shows that are filmed in other countries um, is that they are really good about advancing the plot and not doing it over 22 episodes. <laughs> but at the same time, their seasons are so short. So, yeah, I was really upset about how that ended. I really was. I really was. Which is probably why I brought it up again. <laughs> um. There, there's something else that we were supposed to talk about. What was it? Another movie that both of us watched. I don't know. But I have been getting better about watching things. I have to say, I'm 100% after watching the Super Bowl on board with uh, Falcon. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but after the trailer that came out, um, I'm so, so ready for Falcon and Winter Soldier. We're all we're all ready for that, like uh but I'm just like uh week to week again? I don't need week to week again. I want Week to week is the way to go. It allows you it's and not... I to have it allows you and I to have these kinds of conversations where we can go in depth. Because if we had to talk about the whole show, we wouldn't be able to spend some time to really dig in and see what they're giving us. But it's not like it's WandaVision. It, but it might give us just as much information. I'm going to see what our, our uh, audience members says. Have y'all talked about uh, Lucifer yet? The show Lucifer? Lucifer is my show. Lucifer? I love Lucifer. I love every single season. It is like... It, it takes like the procedural of like the cop drama and just intensifies it a little bit better. With more, with um, some good action, but also with the uh, angels and demons, when you have uh, uh, we're dealing with uh, Lucifer and dealing with his brother, uh, dealing with God, de- dealing with their. Mother. I'm sorry, sorry. Lucifer I- has a brother. Yes. Who's Lucifer's brother? Uh, a meta deal. Uh. He's not really his yeah. brother, but okay. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah, watched it. You know how I am about demon stuff. <laughs> I was scared, but um, what is the premise of Lucifer? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he in between? Is he an anti-hero? Is he the villain? Like, what? what's the, what's the, what's the consensus? Uh, the devil decided to take a vacation and kind of forget about hell. Uh, set up shop in Los Angeles, uh, runs a nightclub, uh, concept of being um, a person that helps people when they need help. It's like, what do you desire? He's that kind of person. 
uh, but someone that he knows he was friends with gets killed in a shootout with him in the car as well. But he's Lucifer. He doesn't get scratch on him. But as soon as she died, he's like trying to pursue the person who killed her. And he meets this detective. But this detective doesn't uh, isn't affected by his like charm, his powers. And anytime he's near her, apparently he can get hurt. Like, he's vulnerable around her and only her. No other person. Wow, a vulnerable deity? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, Menadu, uh, okay. he's black in the show also. I like that. It's like you what? have, um, yeah, you have, uh, white, Lucifer being white, and you have Menadil being black, and the dude from the State Farm commercials is their father. Not the dude from the State, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> state yeah, Farm? Yeah, not Allstate? Yeah, no, uh, oh, Allstate, Allstate, sorry, Allstate. I no, was all like State, state Farm, yes. not Jake, not Jake from State Farm. <laughs> you mean Allstate. Alright, I'm gonna play with yes, uh, our, yeah. our What I like about it, is that like other shows like um, LAPD, not LAPD, but like say for example, Crim- what I forgot the show, of, the name of the show, but they have some cup shows out there that don't. They have the the criminal stuff, but they focus more on the criminal stuff than the characters' um, backstory and stuff like that about the character. That's what I like about Lucifer. Each crime is a reference to Lucifer's, um, you know, his story and his backstory. And that's how we get more about him through the crimes. And he always interprets the crime into his life, which is actually amazing because we're not just focusing on the crime and not seeing how it affects him and learning more about him. That's why I love this show other than any cop drama and, you know, any other cop drama. If you understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely hear you. I um, I think when, uh, Rashawn, when you told me about the show the first time, I don't think you mentioned, you might have mentioned that he was solving or that he was helping people, but I didn't realize it was a procedural because, you know, I do like a good procedural. So maybe, I know every time you talk about the show, I say maybe I watch it, but, you know, I'm thrown off by the fact that it's called it's, Lucifer. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, but it's ba- it's based off the comic. It's uh, based off a uh, um, uh, what's it um um it, it's a, a Vertigo comic. It's based off that, but they use like okay. the procedural of and everything else like that. But it's gotcha. it's a really good gotcha. show. Um, but uh, yeah, you can uh, I think we have another one uh, from another listener. God should have been God should have been played by Morgan Freeman, out of all people, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I will always see him playing God. I'm sorry. I hear you. He definitely has one of those iconic voices. Um, uh, I still do the internal monologues or, you know, I, I say things and then I'm like, the, if he was the narrator, he would say, actually, that didn't happen. Yeah, no, he's he's good quality. Uh, well, except for him. Isn't he the one who dated his granddaughter or something like that? Not granddaughter. His, like, adopt. I don't know. It was weird. Step-granddaughter? Step-granddaughter. Yeah, that was super weird to me. But besides that, Great, great actor. Oh, wonderful actor. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Okay. So, next week, WandaVision, um, do you, what, we're going to see, that's the one thing we didn't talk about, Monica is going to get that truck. And she has even more catalyst to get inside, right? Because she said that they were, go, they were leaving the base to go meet her um, astrophysicist friend. Yeah. So I'm think thinking, 
I think it's one of the Fantastic Four. I think it's Johnny Storm. Not Johnny Storm. <laughs> Not Johnny Storm. I think it's um, you know, Stretch, Mister Stretch. Mister Fantastic. No. Yeah. No. I guess I mean Johnny Storm. Is that who I mean? Yeah. No. Anyways, I think it's one of the no, Fantastic Mr. Four. No. I. Who do I mean? Me. I think. Well, yeah, you know, you, you mean you you think it's gonna be uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic? Reed Richards, might... thank you. I'm just like yeah, yeah. Me, me personally, I think it might be Victor Von Doom. That would be a way of getting Doom into the situation. That would make sense. That's I like that theory. I you know what? You get points. You get a gold star for that. I I hadn't even thought of him, but that makes a lot of sense. And that could be how we get the big name star that um what's his name said he he was so happy to get to work with and that they had fireworks i can see huh okay i can see that i still think it's a fantastic four person because i really want my fantastic four (laughs) i need my mutants and my fantastic four to be all together yeah or 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 it could be um like there was other some other options. I thought maybe it could be um, she could be meeting Talos. Um, oh, so, so scroll action, she... you think might happen? Yeah, because I'm kind of like thinking like, who has she? Does she know interacted with? That's still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like it's only been three weeks since she came back from the snap. Like, I'm like, who? True, does she know true, from, true, like, true, 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 true. Yeah, I'm like. Like who from who she know from like the past couple of years has been around and everything else like that, so I don't know. Mm. Yeah, no, like, I, definitely, you know her? I definitely hate either. Do we know who her father is? Do we know who her father is? Yeah. Who's her dad? We yeah, were told that. I, 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 I'm like I'm wondering like I don't know did he die was it just like one oh day? yeah no I don't I don't know we don't know anything about him so I don't know but what yeah, I do because, know is oh, that I, I that... go ahead what? no no go 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 um that is a piece of information I would definitely like to know because it might have some bearing you know mm, yeah my 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 hail mary play is uh blue marvel. What's that? Or, you know, tell the people um, what that is. Oh, uh, black superhero scientist, so possibly. Hey, that would so. be dope. That would be dope. If they're doing, it could be, now this is just a theory. I forgot his name, but the guy that's the blue beast in X-Men. It could be a version of him, <laughs> but he's not blue. Um, you know, he's just staying himself. Until, McCoy. Until we Until we can confirm more that X-Men is going to be a part of MCU or mutants are. It might be him. I forgot his name now. But Beast. I think you know you should know who I'm talking about, right? But Beast, yeah. Yeah, Hank McCoy. That you know what? So Hank in the other universe had a role in the government at this time. Right? We're in the in the nineties. If we take in if we take in the fact that Peter comes from the MCU, Hank would be Hank would have had Hank would have just started his job as part of, uh, as part of the, like, he's like the Council on Mutants. He's like the Secretary of Mutants or something, right? Yeah, that would be, um, what, 2006? Was it 2006? Oh, when, um, what was that? 
It wasn't. It was. Was that Apocalypse or was that before Apocalypse? No, no, it was before then because you had um, because the only time Hank was with like with the government was in uh, X Men First Class when he was a scientist for the government, and then uh, again in X Men Last Stand when he was played by Kelsey Grammer. Last Stand and yeah, yeah, that's that the was, one I'm talking that was, about. That was, that was like 2006, that was the 90s. 2007? No, no, that was like the, that was like the movie was set in the 2000s. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah huh. that one was that was like the that was uh, the first incarnation of the X Men movies. The first ones, the uh, Brian Singer ones and Brett Ratner ones. I guess I thought you know what? Yeah, you're right. I um that's you know I haven't heard that as a um. I haven't heard that as a suggestion before, Hank. Um, who's one? But Beast is one of my favorite X Men. But um, yeah, I'm really excited, and I hope that we find. I hope that we get whoever it is this next episode. So the last two episodes could be, you know, because I'm still thinking of the sitcom setup. And you know how sometimes they were like two part episodes. Mhm. Like I wonder if they're gonna work that in. Like I thought it was so cool that, that this this episode episode six was Malcolm in the Middle, um, like that thought that was a good that intro was the intro was very interesting and why is and that's the other thing too when we talked earlier about Agnes why is Agnes in the intro now? Well, as like a main I character in the show, one. why is she a main character? Were you in the kind show? Of, I don't I don't know. Uh, but are you kind of upset they kind of. Because last week we had the, uh, you had the eighties, but it was more of like the eighties into the nineties on that one because they kind of skipped the nineties yeah. completely on this. They did, they did. I was a little sad because there are some really good nineties sitcoms, but I also think the most of the nineties sitcoms I remember were black families. Like, so I don't know what 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 is a nineties family family sitcom that's just nineties. Uh, Fresh Prince. Oh yes. Mhm. Mhm. Didn't that start in the eighties though? No, it didn't. Yep. No, that's a good n- one. Ninety. Yeah, ninety to like ninety six, and I think that was like the only like that one. Um, Blossom. Yeah, they could have done Blossom. They could have done Blossom. Sister. Sister. Si- yeah, but they, yeah, they could have done Sister Sister. Um, they could have done that seventy show. Um, who's the boss? Living single. Well, not yeah. living single. There's no kids in that. There's no kids in that. Um, mm-hmm. who's the boss had kids. Uh, I'm just thinking of. I think there were a lot of shows, because a lot of the shows in the '90s, I think, were adults, not necessarily children. Like it was family units as adults. Oh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I think I mentioned that last week. They could have done like a hanging with Mr. Cooper or Smart Guy, I guess is another one. Moesha. Yeah, I guess all the ones that I remember from the nineties were the black ones. But um yeah, they definitely jumped ahead to early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, cause not, yeah, cause I'm like back in the middle it wasn't a nineties show, it was like a it was like literally at the beginning of the two thousand. It started like two thousand But if uh yeah. January ninth, two thousand. But if the next show is yeah. Modern Family, they would have had to move it forward. If the next yeah. iteration well, of sitcom is Modern Family, uh, I think so. Yeah, but then that leaves us two more episodes. That's what I'm saying. I think that there's going to be a um, 
uh, you know, like I said, like a two-parter <laughs> or like, 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 um, you know, the last episode, kind of like how with, you know, Infinity War and Endgame, like the last two episodes are going to be like a two-parter episode on the like show, quote unquote. I'm going to play with our listeners or. The song and the intro when it says some shit about an illusion, like the whole intro, I was like, wait a minute, this whole intro was talking about WandaVision is talking about how everything's an illusion and how. I, I forgot the specific words, but like I focused on the big words like illusion and I think they said some shit about a set. I'm not sure, but like the whole thing was talking about was like I guess a reference to what was kind of going on in One Division, how stuff was fake and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's um exactly what actually all of them, all of them. Like if you go back and listen to the lyrics of all of the intros, they all give you hints about what's going on from the very first one when they are driving downtown and coming in to this one. So, yeah, there's definitely clues in like everything. Here. Marisha, I don't know if you're saying Marisha yet. Marisha, yeah. you must- yep, we definitely mentioned Marisha. Who do you guys think the big bad is in WandaVision? Hey, Fireball. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, so we had just been talking about that earlier, and we said, um, I, I still think we might see Mephisto, uh, and Rashawn, you had mentioned Nightmare. Yep. I think it's uh, Nightmare, and uh, I'm still going to have money that uh, Vision really isn't Vision, and I think Vision is uh, really um, Ultron, not knowing that he's Ultron, and he's gonna end up waking up and find uh, getting back his memories, and he's gonna be Ultron. And James yeah, Taylor's gonna I be the voice. I don't know. So what happens to Paul Bettany? I don't know. I feel like I. I the only reason I don't like that is because I want Vision. I need. I would like Vision to be Vision. Um, but I'm sure there's lots of things that can that can happen. Someone had mentioned. Um, I don't, I think my biggest thing with that is the Mind Stone. Like, how, is this an actual Mind Stone? Is this a new configured Mind Stone? Like, I don't know. But I don't, I don't want it to be Ultron. I do think, though, that them wanting to use Vision to make a better Ultron is definitely something that went down. Yeah, and I only think that only because of one of the next series that, that they're making, because I know that um, Don Cheadle talked about saying that he's going to start filming his show soon, uh, Armor Wars. And yes. Think, and thinking about that, I'm just like, like, Sword is all about sensing weapons, everything else like that, and that could be something that Don Cheadle has an issue with, because we're not trying to do this Ultron thing again. Like, you've already messed with that once, and if Ultron ends up coming back in Vision's body, he can end up making his whole entire armor, um, armored um, war uh, warriors all over again. Mm. Mm. Bruh, that was actually chilling when he said that vision could have been Ultron. Bruh, wait, what? If, in, mm. Oh my god! <laughs> I think he, you blew a mind there, Rashawn. <laughs> Alright, so I saw this on Twitter and it blows my fucking mind. So you know that great commercial with the shark? Yo, magic, right? Look at the colors of the shark. Gray and white. Look at Pe- uh, Pietro. He's wearing his traditional comic costume. 
gray and yep. white. Yep. And then they yep. start to yep. say, here you go, little dude. And Paige would say, uh, right on, little dude. Whoa. Yeah, no, we didn't even talk about the commercial, Rashawn. What the hell? I, what the hell? Um, if I if if we're going with that theme of like every single commercial reminds you of one of the Infinity Stones, I would think this would be like the Soul Stone right there because you kind of have to sacrifice something in order to get the Soul Stone, and if you have nothing to sacrifice, you can't get it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think all of these commercials have been tied to Wanda's, um, all of Wanda's traumas. So the way, the same way she's bottling up uh, people's traumas so that they can live, you know, their peaceful life in Westview. I think she has compartmentalized her trauma, and they all be turned into commercials, right? You have the Striker, you have the Stark, um, you've got the. Uh, What's Hydra? Um, this soap. one, this Hydra soap, yeah. Uh, and then you had the the Lagos, right? So she Lagos, she really wish she could have cleaned up that mess because that caught you know it's just a rippling effect. And if we go in order, I, I mean, I think that this this commercial definitely has something to do with the stones. Um, but like she the the kid stuck on the island not being able to eat the thing like he, he you were given something that can save your life but you don't use it because you can't open it that's wow it was a lot it was a lot it just shows a lot all right we have another uh caller Alright, let's call it right now. Who is this engineer uh, Monica has been t- uh, talking to and we might go see next week? Is it Sue Storm, Re Richard, um, the Sc- Scroll Girl from Captain Marvel, the Monica Befriend, Blue Marvel, or Hick McCoy? Yeah, we definitely named all of those people, but if I was going to choose, like I said before, it's Reed Richards. I'm going Victor Von Doom or uh, Blue Marvel. All right, we shall see who is correct. We will see. Um, I mean, either way, I'm I'm excited. Um, I am excited. Yeah, I just I just want to know who it is. That's all. And the way it's going, it could be any which one of them. And it's whoever we get to see could be either like shock breaking into the MCU because they get revealed before we even see them uh, at like a comic con because we always usually see like that surprise character gets revealed at a comic con, and it's something that true. they probably That's wanted true. to do, but now they can't. Because the way the world right. is right now, so so this would be kind of like shocking. Get like that one person is like, oh my goodness, it's this actor, and now we know who it is. It can like maybe give us ideas of future casting on certain people. Like if it's and if it is Victor Von Doom, be like, well, this person could mesh with this person and this one there, or we get a Reed Richards, then we're gonna be like, 
all right, we need this person is Sue Storm, this person is Johnny, this person is the thing, and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I'm not um I'm not opposed to any of that either. I think we've got a I think we've got a lot of good bones here for what it could be, but I I really have no idea, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens this week. Like I mean, I I I definitely hear you when we talk about like the the, the stress of having to wait a whole week, but I think it gives us time to like sit and you know, like I say, think about what it could be and have these great discussions, which I enjoy every week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and for your feedback. Um, we have been using stereo for those of you who are listening to this podcast. Um, and we will start to po- promote, uh, the, the time and, and, and day that we're going to be, um, uh, that we're going to be chatting so that you guys can join us live. So we thank our live listeners um you guys definitely add some spice to the show other ways that you can connect with us and find out when our next show will be recorded live is on our twitter uh our instagram two ap studios um and we're also on facebook at two and a possible um so definitely check us out and uh leave your feedback leave your questions and we'll make sure to incorporate them into the show yep and oh we have one more caller so who watched episode six? Because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, pretty interesting. I like WandaVision. It's really... I like shows that make you guess what's going on in the show rather than just figuring it out from the beginning. So I just want to know everybody else's thoughts about it. Yeah, we definitely love WandaVision and have spent a lot of time talking about it. I wouldn't recommend you listen to what we talked about until you watch the show, unless you love spoilers, which is probably why you're here in the first place. Um, but uh, I love it. I think this, the way that they're telling the story is unique and different and fun, and uh, Disney has reinvigorated my love for Marvel. Uh, and you know what? This one thing that this show does is that... Um... The showrunner, uh, she's amazing, and that's uh, one of the only reasons I'm waiting for uh, Black Widow because she's the co-writer on that one. So, all right, I'm all right, that 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 makes me feel a little better because you know I'm skeptical about mm-hmm. Black Widow, but yeah, that um, that might color it. That might color it for me. Mm-hmm. Marvel knows how to get you. Marvel's they like, definitely do. They definitely do. They're like, oh, what? What happened? How about some of this? <laughs> and I gotta be like, you know what, Marvel? That's all right. <laughs> I'll take some of that. Thank you. All right. All right. But uh, uh, we will. Well, we'll talk next week. Uh, we'll pat down a good time to do this and make sure you come back and listen on stereo when we do it live and then or you can listen to the feedback playback later on it's going to be on there or you can find it on any other podcatcher yep thank you so much for listening it was wonderful talking to you sir as it always is always great talking to you as well alright have a good All one right. see you next time bye next time bye